Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Next Woman Up podcast. We are joined by co-founder of Next Woman Up, Sarah Aljuzi, who is the Associate Manager of Global Partnerships and Digital Media Communications at the National Basketball Association. She said the whole name. She wasn't going to go MBA on that one. She was like the <laughs> National Basketball. That was so official. Thank you, Carly. I, I appreciate you. the hype. Um, it's a it's a fun weekday night. I thought G was in an attic. She's not. Rest assured, she's, <laughs> she's safe good, her loss. She's but it was giving you vibes for sure. So, but she is safe. Thank God. No need to call somebody. We are. So <laughs> I'm sure you're all wondering why Sarah's back because no one's wondering, Carly. They're just all happy. the listeners <laughs> were like, "God, why? Why is she back?" Um. <laughs> well, Sarah just returned from All Star Weekend, and we want her to tell us all about it tell us all her favorite moments working behind the scenes and how that was Sarah how was it overall for you how was the experience I think we should first dissect the city of Salt Lake City first and then we can talk about (laughs) okay have either of you been to Salt Lake City I have not I have not but I heard what Charles Barkley was saying you heard G can (laughs) you for people who didn't hear can you tell tell them what he said because the, the comment was hilarious Here's the quote from Charles Barkley. He said, these people are going to heaven. Ain't nothing to do in this boring ass city. Yes, he said that. And you know, like Love. the mountains are gorgeous. You feel the fresh air, but there, there's just not you much know, to do. Fresh air Let gets me, old after a while. Yeah. Let me ask, did you also agree with Shaq that you never ate so much room service? In your <laughs> <laughs> I did get Chick-fil-A four times. <laughs> like, <laughs> there, there I feel like... Know. I feel like that many Chick Fil A's in the span of like six days is not healthy or rational, to be honest. Not. No, and I was getting shout out to Ava's Bakery in Salt Lake City. I got my daily like chocolate chip cookie, which was fantastic. Okay, but like they have bakeries. Yeah, yeah, but you can't live off Chick Fil A cookies. That's not. Not (laughs) ideal. No. No. Okay, so we painted the picture of Salt Lake. (laughs) So thankfully, the NBA was kind enough to bring these people something. Being oh the author, Carly. Carly. Yes, um, I don't think I don't I, think Carly's a Midwest fan. No, she doesn't seem to be. Um, I will say though, in speaking to a lot of the local reporters from Salt Lake City, who I adore, they're so sweet. Um, they did say that they loved the All Star Game because it was such a welcome change from the usual topics they report on. Like it's amazing because it was a thirty year reunion. The last time the All Star mm-hmm. Game was in Salt Lake City was thirty years ago. Um, so it's like a really transformative time for them and I think a lot of for a lot of the local media it was really it meant it meant a lot to them I think that's really nice Mm -hmm. that's awesome what were like the facilities like Like, kind of bring us through like yeah everything was set up so um Vivint was great like I really I probably walked like 10 miles a day just from up in the tunnels of Vivint because you're just running around so much yeah but it's so funny like you really like get to know that arena inside now and then like two days later you're done I don't know I mean Uh, that's how I felt at the combine like you were in and out of like all these places like all day long that like yeah like you become so familiar it's like you're home for an extended period of time that's all you do Mm-hmm. yes for media day we each got assigned a player that we had to have them walk through each interview and so I was really nervous because I was I'm gonna get lost and then I don't want them to get lost so like after the formal walkthrough where they taught us I was like, I'm gonna do it three more times um and that was at Huntsman Center which is um it's um it's the University of Utah campus that's where they had media day and so I was paired with De'Aaron Fox, who's such a sweetheart. Every child asked for a photo. He stopped and took the photo. Um, but the funny part was 
So we had to go up one floor for one of the interviews. And so I was like, oh, do you want to just like take the stairs? The elevator is really crowded. And then so we eventually took it. He was like, oh, I would have taken the elevator. Um, I would have taken the stairs we were going down, but I definitely wouldn't take the stairs we were going up. And I'm just in my head. I'm like, you are an athlete. Like you are a professional athlete. And nobody like, likes sir, stairs. Nobody like the does. one pair of that one flight, like would have ended him. But the, <laughs> but the 30 minutes of like a hardcore, like defending top notch players is like, that's nothing for him. <laughs> So, so that was really funny. Let's no, talk about really the actual game itself. What did you guys think, my basketball girls? What did you guys <laughs> think of the actual game? And do you prefer like the skills contest that happened in the the nights before? Yeah. Yeah. I'll let G start. I mean, like, I have thoughts when it comes to it. Like, obviously, like we enjoy seeing the skills competition. There's talks that um you know, the uh the skill the uh, dunk contest was saved by oh my gosh, Mac and you know, new Philly legend over here, which, you know, there's a whole debate around his, his inclusion to the all-star weekend, but you know, I think he did a great job in bringing some life back to the dunk contest okay. after well, we've Philly seen Philly needed something to pick yeah. up. You know what? The Sixers will complete the 0 and four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was so but, fun to watch in person. He's not even like he's he's relatively t- like small. He's probably like six one. Right, right. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you because I can only imagine like the energy on the court and the surrounding you know area there, especially with like you know you see the stills on social media. You see the players getting very hype on the sidelines, especially for like a dunk contest like that. So, like, what was yeah. it in the arena? Oh my god, I would say nothing was. I've never seen a louder reaction than like his last dunk when he won. Yeah. Like, I, it the, everyone erupted. Like the people in front of me were like mimicking him. Like someone had his like jersey on. Like it was it was crazy. And like since he was such an underdog, and me and my dad were talking about this, but we were thinking back to like the Vince Carter days. Like Vince mm-hmm. Carter is the type of guy who like he did these type of dunks like in game. Like that's just how crazy Vince Carter was. And I think right. like you said, like Mac really like brought back that excitement that we really needed. Yeah, I think it's been just so stale recently that I think that, it, I mean, it's it's just nice to see, like, a change of pace. Yeah. And I just, you know, it's good for the fans, too. Yeah. And you see that, like, he's just had, like, a crazy week, the guy, that uh, Mac. Yeah. It's also fun, like, to have this, like, new name, like, come up, like, on your news. Oh, absolutely. Come up across the ESPN bottom line, like. Yeah, and you want yeah. And you want know what's even more interesting? Like he was like compiling dunk mixtapes on like on the internet on social media. Yeah, like since high school he was really yeah. good, and like he he's on a ten day now, so I guess we'll see. Yeah, it's coming to a close. We'll see if the Sixers renew that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So comparing that to like you know the three point contest, what was it mm-hmm. like? Um, the three point contest was really exciting. Obviously, I'm very biased because Dame is my favorite player, yeah. so I feel like him winning that for me like meant a lot and then when he did the press conference after like I was sitting in the room in the first row while while he was speaking about it so I think that was like a surreal moment for me so I'm like oh my god I get to hear exactly like and he predicted it he went in the locker room he told everyone like I'm gonna win this and everyone's kind of like oh okay and he's like no I'm serious like I'm going home with the hardware like like, yeah and so he he always wanted to win it and like Dave like the the best thing about him is even though this is something that's fun it's not like it doesn't count for anything with the season like he takes winning seriously and he has fun with it it's really great yeah, absolutely. And I love seeing like stars partake in a in you know skills competitions like this. It's really important to see. It's really good for the fans too. I know. And like something that's interesting 
Is that when you're driving around Salt Lake City and you kind of look at the faces they choose to advertise the weekend? Like mm-hmm. SGA from OKC was one of the main faces. And like, if you think about it, that's kind of crazy. Like he's really young. He plays for like a small market and he's just right. elevated like to now you're the face of All-Star Weekend. Like he was used to market the weekend. I think that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I love that the NBA does that. Think, Sorry, Carly. You you're think, gonna no, go ahead. Do you think that like the NBA strategically chooses these guys that may not get highlighted as much? And and from your perspective, why yeah. are they doing that? Like, what is the strategy behind it? And what do they, like, hope to get from it? Well, I feel like OKC was doing really poorly, and now they're probably going to make the play-in. So I think he's just one of those guys where he is, like, it, normally I don't think how many fans are necessarily going to tune into an OKC game unless you're a fan or from there. Right. But he has so magnifying that now you want to watch him. Like, they're one of the most fun teams right now in the NBA to watch. So I think just highlighting – that kind of like Dame, right? Like Dame can from a small market team, but like people watch the Blazers because of Dame, because they want to watch him. And like SJ is now that guy for OKC. Right. It's uh, it's good for OKC, especially when like yeah. you know, like the Kevin Durant, you know, Russell Westbrook yeah. players. And it's like you're they're kind of in a lull, but it's nice to see that they're like rebuilding with everything like that. Totally. And like Josh Giddy, I saw him too. He had on like a guys, I really think this is important to know because I don't I don't see this on social media too much. When he walked past me in the tunnel, he had a pink blazer and pink suit pants, like a little pink duo. And I was like, Josh, like I didn't expect this type of fit from you. Mm-hmm. So I feel like looking at their fits, that was kind of fun. Oh Definitely. yeah. 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 I Any other good it. ones? Jokic. Did you guys see Jokic with his turtleneck and his plaid mm-hmm. jacket? Like he looked looks really good. I mean, a lot of them just like watching their outfits is so fun. I feel like I feel like. Do you guys agree? What okay? What league do you think has the best fits? It's between mm-hmm. NFL and NBA. Yeah, I think so too. I don't I think, think so baseball too. players care. <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't think hockey players care either. No, I don't, I don't think, think so either. Because no. I think that NFL and the NBA, like those leagues, are more like blend in with pop culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's such a good point, Carly. Yeah, and they're very like not that the M- not that MLB isn't it is, but I was, I was gonna say they're such stars, they're such star studded leagues with such star power. It's different. Though. Um, it's right. different. Yeah, totally. I also feel like NBA and NFL players like they have a lot of interest in fashion. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Like sitting front row at different fashion week, fashion shows, yeah. and like they actually are passionate about it. So I think that is where the overlap comes from. But it's super interesting. But going back to what happened on the court. Yeah, and there was like a lot of talk about the all-star game itself and like a lot of criticism about how like it was like not a good basketball game and like the viewership was down like what did you guys think of that and what do you think about like going forward like you know the nfl has switched what they do with the pro bowl and it's mostly just the skills challenges now so like what are your thoughts on that well i think that you have to think of it from like a fan perspective in like one vein and then also from like a media perspective i think you can separate them both out so like from a fan perspective i think that the draft was great i loved seeing it i thought that it was a great way to have different players play together and you know seeing team lebron and seeing the the team that he had assembled is it's like a dream team and i think that's something that fans really wanted to see and you know as a basketball fan, I was slightly disappointed in the caliber of basketball play, but I think we we have to expect that the level of play is going to be lower, right? Like they changed the Pro Bowl game to a flag football game, but you can't really do that with basketball. There's no equivalent unless you do like a game of horse, which I mean, I wouldn't watch, but maybe if you do like high stakes horse, you know what, we'll, we'll do a poll and we'll see what people think is it could be like a cool all-star game edition. Um, 
or all-star weekend edition, but looking at the game, I think that's just how I was feeling, but like, what do you think the energy of the fans in the arena? Yeah. I mean, the arena was, was packed. I mean, you couldn't even move in the arena, obviously, but I mean, I do think that the three point contest and the dunk contest is obviously like the highlight of the weekend. Okay. Um, something that I thought was really funny was, I don't know if you guys caught this, but there was like a lot of behind the scenes, mic'd up moments and Giannis as a coach, like he's a huge personality. So he's really, really funny. And I, I caught some of the things they were saying and Dame was on Giannis's team. And there was a moment that was posted where Dame and LeBron were talking and Dame's like, you know, I heard you saying that you were getting all these guys on your roster because you thought they were all young and athletic. And Dame's like, he didn't mention like my name. And LeBron's like, yeah, you're not young anymore. Like you're older. And Dame's like, I'm not old. And like those little like exchanges I thought were like really funny. Like for me, like I, I like those things. They add, they add to the weekend for me. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I think it like, really shows like how these players interact with each other and it's super fun that way and you really get to see them like let loose and like enjoy their sport and enjoy hanging out with each other and like on norm like every other day they're competitors but they can kind of like let that go yeah let the jersey they represent off a little bit and just like hanging out playing you know basketball with each other yeah which is so great and I love that, like, having those mic'd up moments, it brings the fan onto the court and you can hear, like, that banter that we otherwise wouldn't. It's like, yeah, we love the mic'd up moments, the NFL, and in the NBA, it's even yeah. better. Loved actually getting, being able to hear the mic'd up moments while they're playing on the court. Oh, it's so funny. You wouldn't get to see that in a normal game, but I think it's a yeah. unique, it's a unique addition to All-Star Weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it was really fun. Agreed. Sarah, if you could pick, like, your ideal city for All-Star, what would it be? Um, I think for me, because I'm biased, it would be Portland because I enjoy going there for fun. And you um, and the food is excellent there. <laughs> the food is excellent. So like for me, and like they, there was a few articles I read about them putting in a bid and preparing for 2020 or 2029. So it is something that they're considering down the line, um, which would just be really, really fun. It, if it was in New York City, again, I know it sounds kind of lame since we're, we're right here, but I think that'd be fun. What do you, what would you guys want? It would be cool, but I feel mm-hmm. like it makes sense for a small market team because it brings them yeah. like, attraction and yeah. tourists and mm-hmm. interest and things. So I feel like it definitely makes sense for the smaller market teams. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like the bigger market teams, like we have the flip side is like the bigger markets have all of this, like all of this awe and you can like right. really play on that. You yeah, know, we're gonna come to New York. It's like you know, it's like the city of big dreams and yeah, concrete uh-huh. jungle and like all these things that you can play on. But yeah. then with the small market teams, it does really like help them out and like draw attention to them. So I think it's just like I don't I don't know. I think it just depends. Yeah. Um, and then I think the draft also- always being in New York is nice. It's always at Barclays, mm-hmm. and that's yeah, that's I a like cool that. thing. Yeah, I like and that I a lot. I also think like there are like cool places you could do it that like the players appreciate mm. um like it's like a fun place to go but you don't think the players want to party in slc Carly? <laughs> <laughs> they don't i'm pretty sure they were probably i heard that some of them took a red eye that same <laughs> yeah. on sunday they were like, they were like we gotta go yeah i think i think it'd be kind of cool to have a star stud all-star weekend in miami I yeah think and you do like you know like the miami like like throwback jerseys i think you'd be cool yeah. to do like like those types of throwback jerseys for all of them i think it'd be kind of fun 
Period. Yeah, that. Oh, I love throwback jerseys. I love that. Mm-hmm. And just, I think, just a warm place. Like, I think for me, it's like going from cold to, to colder. <laughs> that was like rough for me. And then, like the day I left, guys, the day after was a huge snowstorm. So a lot oh, of people gosh. got couldn't go home Not if they stayed there. a day later. Yeah, yeah. You didn't get stuck there. Um, I know, but like I think for snowboarders and skiers, like it's a, it's a dream for them. A lot of people stayed that right. like that stuff. I don't. Right. Do, do you guys um, snowboard or ski? Either of I ski. You skate in a past in a past life. Yeah, <laughs> like I would totally go to like like I go to Utah to ski, but that's yeah. all you do. Like that's all I would go for. Yeah, it seemed like really beautiful. I think like I, I want to get into that, but I I've heard from people like if you're the first time you go, it's so embarrassing. Like you're just going so slow and like I don't Sarah, know. Sarah, if really... you go, can you please record yourself or have me there so I can? No, I'm scared. I'm I'm too scared to do it. Also, like, what if you from two people like you guys who have done it? How, what if you hurt yourself really bad the first time? You well, could. Here's the thing that I think is difficult with skiing. And like we're going very off topic here. But um, <laughs> when you learn when you're a kid, you have less fear. Yes. The so that's true. You don't that's think true. about that you're just going down a mountain. Yeah. Onto yeah. The mountain. <laughs> but as you get older, you start to think about things that can go wrong and you have more fear so it mm. makes it more difficult to do those things because I'm already used to it in my head from being a kid. It makes yeah. like, oh my God, so, but if I were to pick it up now, I'd be like, what the hell? Like it'd be, you have yeah. to get over the fear a little more. Yeah. That's, that's so true for like a lot of things in life. I remember being so much more fearless when I was younger. Yeah. Of, well, the ground was closer. But um, <laughs> we want to ask you like, okay, like rapid fire, just like a few things to round out to get the full picture of all-star weekend funniest moment the funniest moment was was probably the deer and fox moment that i mentioned i think that was like just hilarious to me because i had to keep on a straight like as he said i didn't want to obviously react and be like what the hell are you talking about so i was like yeah that makes t- that makes total sense like <laughs> who would want to take one flight that's crazy you know mm-hmm. um and i think like just another funny moment is like I, when i was in the tunnel and i was and i was walking like I bumped into Jason Tatum and I was just like like it's just like I think moments like that you start bumping into people who are really like it's just surreal but it's, in the moment you're it, you don't think about it it just seems so I don't know casual you know yeah it's definitely a weird thing to like see someone on tv and then like see yeah in front of your face right yeah and you're like, it was oh I'm so used to seeing you like on a screen like this is so strange like <laughs> I mean I think even for you you know Brady is like a larger in life figure for most football for most of the fans whether you even like him or not like you know but like you saw this man like often where it's like people say they would freak yeah. out or pass out yeah I was like what's good like I mean I yeah like a normal person that's what um, I'm saying I, I remember asking you what you said when you saw me you're like I said hi how are you and I was like oh okay. yeah I mean he's, he was like te- my co-worker technically yeah so, like, seriously you yeah. have to respect that they're normal people like the first time I saw him I was like trying to make that connection like yeah real life flesh and blood versus like yeah seeing you on television for like my whole childhood right yeah like, once you make that connection you're like oh you're a person yeah <laughs> but it's just weird to see them it's weird to just i don't know be around like, them in a casual way the, like, the saying is like we all put our pants on one leg at a time <laughs> yes carly i haven't heard that saying in a long time okay next G, take it away. I was going to say, so what would you say would be the most inspirational moment of the weekend? 
I think getting to meet a lot of other women, um, either at the league or like from TNT, like even on the plane, I was talking to a few women from ESPN TNT that were there for different roles, like hearing some of the badass stuff that they were there for. I'm like, oh my God, like that's kind of crazy. Like we're all here for this one event. And to know that the success of it was led by some of these badass women was really cool. I love that. Me too. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, What was your pinch me moment? I think the pinchy moment for me was when I there was reporters that I've always like looked up to like even someone like Shams right like everyone knows when the NBA is breaking news like he's gonna be the one to break it so when I was in a row where he's right in front of me or just like walking past me all the time I'm like oh my god like I'm always looking at his tweet like for me that's like a big deal to like kind of see did him, you like you know? try to look over his shoulder to see if he was gonna <laughs> <laughs> no but I did I did talk to him and he was so so nice to me in person oh, um it. And then, like, yeah, just seeing some of the players just kind of walk by you in the tunnel. But for me, yeah, the reporter aspect of it, especially from a someone who was a huge fan of the game growing up and reads these people's uh, articles. You also, stories. like, have that journalism background. Like, yeah, so it's a big deal yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So what would, you, what would you say, like, to recap everything was your absolute favorite moment? I think, like, getting to one – do my first like event and know that like I was a small part of the success of all-star weekend like just to know that you contributed and you a lot of the work that we prepped for for months like seeing that actually happen like be on the ground in person was was really amazing mm-hmm. um and then obviously some of my favorite players like Dame won the three-point contest for the first time and I was there to witness that and I was there in the press conference room so you know I'm a little biased there but that was definitely a highlight too for sure I really like that I think it's super important what you said like recognizing that you were a part mm-hmm. of history um, yeah contributed to that like you contributed to 2023 all-star weekend like that's yeah super cool to say um and I'm so proud of you oh thank you little cuties um so that is great to hear from Sarah um we're super happy that she came on and shared all that all-star weekend with us and gave us a little bit behind the scenes and that inside knowledge um now he knows now we know which players don't like to take the stairs um <laughs> you know truly and, and we know that you should really just go to salt lake to ski um <laughs> and with that you guys know where to find us next one up pod as you will.com next one up podcast on tiktok instagram and twitter and we will see you guys next week Bye.